0: What? Life isn't supposed to suck? Get out of here. Life is supposed to be good? For me? I don't think so. Truth, did you know that you have the power to create your own reality? Truth, did you know that you can live the life that you've always desired? Holy That's right, and that's why we're here. Are you ready? Unless you're on Joy Overload, you've come to the right place. It's time to get out of your own way and start creating more of what you want and less of what you don't. Enough with the excuses. I'm your host, Jenny Roberts. Let's do this. Welcome, everyone. Good to be here with you, Warrior family. It is on. I am, I don't know about you, but I am more hopeful than ever about all of it. That's right about what is happening in the world, about what is happening in your life, what about what's happening in my life, all of it. We get to choose. Do we just throw our hands up in the air and say, the world's going to hell? It's a total shit show? Or do we take a different perspective? And I want to be clear here. I truly believe that there are forces that... Are driving us to look at this from different perspectives. And I think we can fairly say that some people would like us to throw our hands up and give up because that would make things move in a direction that they prefer. So we are constantly being exposed to what is not working. We rarely are shown what is working. We have to go look for that. We choose to see what is working Instead of always, always giving our attention to what is not. Having hope is all about a feeling of expectation and for a desire for things to go a certain way. It's It's a feeling of trust. It's a feeling of knowing that ultimately everything is going to be okay. Do I sit back and do nothing and expect things to go a certain way? Well, that's a choice. But we're here to participate. We're here to engage. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. We're, we're here to explore. Not, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like to chill <laughs> just like everybody else a lot. But I also love the feeling of being stimulated by hope and the excitement that comes with that. Oh, this is possible. I'm suddenly hoping in a way that I'm knowing that this is going to happen in my experience. I'm going to experience this powerful desire that I have. Hope is present. It is a very open and optimistic state of mind. And it is, again, based on our expectations, which come from our belief systems and our perspective. And that's what the work that we do here at AE is all about, getting to know what it is, that you know that we're thinking most of the time that we're feeling that we're believing and therefore what we're experiencing so i expect fill in the blank i feel as though there's really two types of hope and this is explored a lot psychologically there's chosen hope right this is hope that helps us to live with um, a situation that we might feel is a problem we need to solve. And it's creating an uncertainty and kind of taking us into the unknown. And when we're choosing hope for the smallest uh, desire, this is essential to controlling whether or not, you know, the, the, the negative that comes in that, that, kind of reverting back to what we always do, diving down that rabbit hole, you know, going back to that same old story.
1: Transcendent hope is hope that's not
0: tied to an outcome. But it's more general. And I'm a huge believer in going more general when we're trying to shift because when we start getting specific, we tend to get stuck And that's a pattern, right? So we want to try to relax, chill out about it a little bit. Let it go. Look at the future. That's hope. We talk about hope being built on faith. Well, what is faith? Faith is a belief system. And we talk about this all the time, guys. We talk about What are those thoughts that you're thinking? Because the thoughts that you're thinking create your beliefs. Your beliefs create your patterns. And your patterns create your reality. These are all connected. So so hope is very much connected to waiting, to the pause. And where does it come from? When you have that twinge of hope, And maybe there are times when you're like, don't do it. Don't hope it's not going to work out. It never works out for you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not, I'm not discounting how you feel. I'm just saying, you know, that story, where's that hope coming from? I believe it comes from a source. I believe it's a knock on the door of your heart saying, hello, hello. There's more to you.
1: There's more to your experience. There's just more. More. It creates an attitude of possibilities. When I expect,
0: I can, can, it's like I'm expecting good or bad. Good things to happen or bad things to happen. But when I'm hopeful,
1: I'm focusing more, if not only, on the good, on the possibility of the good. Oh, yeah. When I'm in that hopeful state,
0: I don't feel so helpless. I can feel the possibility and stimulate joy. I can let
1: the stress go release the nonsense,
0: and quite quickly feel an improvement in my energy. Like the the quality of my state of mind improves immediately. So hopeful is how we want to live. We want to cultivate that. This will enhance our perception and our perspective. It will enable us to solve what we, you know, here at AE, we don't talk too much about problems. It's more like situations, right? Uh, We don't really have problems. We have a situation and we're going to solve this situation. So our solving ability is enhanced. We get a little maybe competitive in a fun way, right? Let's do this. This stimulates self-esteem. It releases any, any of those thoughts that
1: don't serve us. It's all about being hopeful. So it, it, what do you think? I mean, <laughs> what do you choose?
0: We really got to dig deep here because you can just, it's so easy to throw your hands in the air and just be like, forget it. Just forget it. I'm too pissed off to be hopeful. I'm too full of fear to be hopeful. I feel too guilty to be hopeful. I don't feel capable or worthy of being hopeful You think I should be more optimistic? Just come closer so I can smack you in the face. This is about optimism. This is about the crap that's going on in my life. OK. Now we're getting
1: somewhere. Because when we feel like our we have no
0: control over our life, we're we're in a corner. We're gonna feel, we're gonna be defensive. We are backed into a corner. No matter what seems to be taken away from us, we still control our thoughts.
1: Nobody else does.
0: That's one thing that we can't blame anybody. Oh, but my mother taught me that that was true. Well, that was then and this is now and you know it isn't. So what do you choose to think? What do you want to believe? Do you want to break that pattern? Do you want to just pass it on to your kids and they can also continue on, you know, no pain, no gain? It's a choice.
1: We have to look at this.
0: There is hope no matter what is happening there is hope and there are people teaching us about this hope everywhere we go
1: they're all around us when
0: you are more hopeful you will have more energy when we lose hope we don't we're not inspired to do anything
1: if we have a couch we can't even get off the couch
0: it's tough, but we have to decide, what do we want to do? Do we want to keep going? It's, it's, it's like that question, you know, you've probably been asked, what do you, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and most of us switch gears to like our work, our job. But what I mean, where do you see yourself in five years? I personally don't like to dabble too much in the future. I'd rather say like five seconds because you can stay in a hopeless state, as long as you choose to, and you guys know me, I am not saying that your hopeless state is not justified. I am not saying that horrific things have not happened to place you in this hopeless state. What I am saying is you still have a choice. And if you need more time, if you're still grieving, whatever it is that you're grieving, that and this has left you Feeling hopeless, then take your time. We all it takes as long as it takes, we all need to take that time. But at some point, you will fatigue
1: from the hopelessness, and that heart of yours will crack open and you will feel a beam
0: of hope, the possibility of hope entering your life again. We've all experienced this, we've been through very difficult times. And we've come out on the other side and finding that hope again was part of that process. And if you are in one of those situations where you're like, yeah, before, but not this time, this one's, I can't, I can't come back from this. Then this is when you ask for help. Nobody said we have to figure this all out alone. Yeah, sure, some people want you to think it's a weakness, you know, if you ask for help when we truly know that it is the greatest sign of bravery. We've talked about this. So controlling things has, you know, many sides to it. Listening is so key. Hope should relate to your innate born god-given ability to solve whatever situation you are in. It can be solved. Will things go back to the way they were? Probably not. And in many situations, absolutely not, because that's impossible. However, how you feel about it and how you choose to think about it can most certainly change. And this idea that we must compare ourselves to one another, what? I don't know where that all started, but for me, it started early. I don't remember who brought it up, if anybody actually did, but it was there.
1: And it was exhausting. It was
0: exhausting when I was a child, when I was a teenager, when I was a young woman, as an older woman. It's always been exhausting until I learned that there was no truth in that. Zero. It was an illusion. It was something someone else believed. It was a belief I picked up and I carried with me. And once I chose to understand, to take the time to do the work and know, that, that simply wasn't true for me, that I didn't even believe it. Even though for a long time I was certain that I did. When I really did the work and I was like, I don't think that about myself. I don't think that at all. Where did that come from? Where did I pick that up from? I became hopeful again, hopeful that I could see myself differently. Not the way other people see me, what really matters, how I see myself. That's what really matters. And then the rest of it's a no-brainer. Because once we get into self-love, it's a party. So the outcome is peace. The outcome is I mentioned earlier having more self-esteem, being able to stand in your power. I'm not talking about ego. I'm talking about self-esteem that provides a higher hope. That keeps me open to that. It's a very quiet self-respect. It's a quiet internal dignity
1: that brings peace. So what do you think? Are you hopeful? Could you try? What would be in it for you? What would you have to lose if you tried to be a bit more hopeful? I don't know. You tell me. Do you encourage others to be more helpful?
0: Or is your hopelessness seeping over into your relationships? I don't know. I'm not judging it. I'm just asking, just planting a few seeds. I believe that hope is the belief that things will work mostly when it seems otherwise. I mean, it's easy to have hope when things are rolling along, right? In the flow. But when it gets bumpy, the hope will help you stay calm, peaceful. It already knows you're going to get through it. It remembers when you already got through so many other situations. Trust.
1: Just trust. So hope is a positive, potent spiritual practice. And
0: it has the ability to help us, each of us shift through the bumpy times. So many times I've heard the saying glimmer of hope. There's just a glimmer of hope. And whenever you feel that, think about movies that you watch. This happens all the time in movies, right? All of a sudden there's a little hope. And then they follow that hope, that light, that thought, that possibility, And the outcome is better. We can learn
1: hope. This can be a learned practice.
0: Patience will really help you to experience more hope. I want to be patient in this bumpy ride or during this bumpy time, because I know there's something here for me to learn that's going to be extraordinarily valuable to me on my journey. I don't want to ignore this bumpy time. I want to embrace it. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but I'm knowing this because I've done this before. I've experienced something similar, maybe not the same story at all, but the same feeling. And this is where courage came in. I've got to do this. I've got to know. This is where persistence
1: comes in. I'm going to see this through. I'm hopeful.
0: So if you have a tendency to dwell on the past, to live in thoughts about the past,
1: consider hope. Hope that there's
0: a completely different experience waiting for you. When I was just watching a movie and I wish I could remember what it was, but that expression hope for the best, but expect the worst. I was like, ew. How about hope for the best
1: and leave the expectations
0: on the table? Just don't have any. Why set yourself up for any type of disappointment when you know through this work that there is really no disappointment. There's this uncomfortable space that we need to navigate through to expand from. Think about what you've been through in your life, the uncomfortable times. Where did that bring you to? Did you gain clarity around what you didn't want more of in your life? Probably. I do know this, when we don't have any hope and people come into our space and they're not in a good place, we get sucked right in. They start taking us down their rabbit hole and we're right there with them. I know I can't believe it. Can you believe that? That's so unfair. And again, I really am not judging and I'm not saying that there isn't validity to the fact that you feel like something is unfair. My point is that when you're doing this work, be mindful of who you're surrounding yourself with. Because in that moment, when someone is struggling, there's an opportunity for you to actually gift a seat of hope. Yeah, don't make it all about you, right? This has been a big deal for me. I'm like, you know what? Why focus on me? This person's obviously struggling. I don't need to focus on the fact that I don't really want to join that party, but I don't want to be rude and walk away from it completely, What I could do is say, you know what? I know this is really challenging, but I am really hopeful for you because I've seen what you can do. I've seen what you've overcome. I've seen what you've moved through and you got this.
1: So keep that in mind. Nothing but love
0: for you. Peace out. And I'm really saying that with love. I wouldn't hang out in that conversation. I'd plant that seed and I'd just let it cultivate. I'd let them. Think about that. And if they're not ready to hear it, then that's okay. I can't control that. That's not my work. That's their work. But I had an opportunity to plant a seed of hopelessness or to plant a seed of hope. What am I choosing? Take the time. Be the one. Believe me, you will feel much better by helping by planting that seed of hope, then you will by going down that rabbit hole with someone thinking that, oh, I'll just, you know, go along with that because if it'll make them feel better and I feel so bad for them. And whoa, 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 don't take their power away. Don't throw your power
1: away. Stand in hope, knowing there is always some for you and for each of us.
0: I am hopeful that this was helpful to you. I am hopeful that you will share this idea with others. Until next time, Warriors, you are always on my heart. Sending love, sending hope. Talk to you next time. Peace. Well, Warriors, that's a wrap. Until next time, step into your power and remember, we're all in this together and your time is now time to live the life you deserve. Go to Alignment Essentials slash podcast gift to begin your journey. We're out of here. Peace.